This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Private Equity Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by the brilliant Liz Hudson. Liz is the founder of EGH and just a brilliant sort of leader and talks to us about some of the most interesting and most subjects that resonate, at least myself, constantly and with our listeners, given her numbers and how well she does on our podcast. Liz, we're going to talk today about goal setting and where your thoughts are on goal setting and some of your thoughts around it. Take a moment, introduce yourself, and tell us how you go about goal setting as we sort of get to the end of this year. Sounds great. Thanks, Scott. Yes, I'm Liz Hudson. I'm the founder and the principal consultant of EGH LLC. Um, we are a healthcare products and service consulting firm. We're primarily focused in the private equity space, although some larger corporate as well. Um, and uh, yeah, we're excited to be here. And goal setting, I think, is um, part of just it's a, it's a part of my DNA. It's I feel like I've I've been setting goals since I could talk. Um, uh, whether it be, you know, personal, whether it be work, and especially as we reflect on the year and we're getting closer to the end of the year, um, you know, this is uh, something that is is big on my mind right now. So I think about setting goals in terms of work, in terms of personal, just life as a whole, um, and, and setting them just beyond what's comfortable. Um, I think, you know, sometimes we think if we put something that's a goal that's within reach, that's great. But I think that sometimes when we put it within, easily within reach, we get to those goals a little too easily. And then that sense of accomplishment, that sense of um, pride that you have with that um, isn't there, isn't as powerful as it could be. And if it's something that is you just beyond what, what you can do, beyond what's reasonable, then it feels overwhelming and then we feel defeated. So I think the right um, spot is, is you know, what you can do and just stretch yourself a little bit more. Um, and I think those are healthy goals for us to be setting for ourselves because it really does bring about a focus, a drive, and something that once we hit them, we go, wow, I didn't know that I could do that, but I did. And I feel really proud and excited about what I did. Thank you. When you look at setting goals for yourself, do you set them in all areas of your life or just in the business area of life or other areas as well? And, and where do you set them? Like you talk about like, you know, 10% of a stretch. How do you look at that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a big believer in goals in all parts of my life. Um, I'm also a big believer in, in planning. I, you know, I, I say this, my kids are sick of hearing me say this, but uh, you know, failure to plan is planning to fail. I think if I don't have my day set out and go, here are the three things in the morning that I write out for the day. And I write these things out. I think, um, I think it's important to have some tangible something that you're looking at. And I love to cross things off my checklist. Um, so I write those things down. And, and again, it is, it is certainly in the work setting. It's certainly personal. So that comes in the form of health goals. It comes in the form of learning goals. It comes in the form of parenting goals. Um, family, you know, marital goals, you know, all, all kinds of things, but I write those things down. Um, and I do that certainly as a practice, either towards the end of a year, gearing up into the beginning of the following year, but I also do it on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, because I think those things continuously evolve, they change. Um, and it's a good idea. I think, like I said, and, and you commented too, to put them just outside what's easy and what's comfortable, because I think we really push ourselves a little bit more that way. 
And, and how do you how do you then evaluate how often do you look back at your goals? I mean, obviously you're a checklist person. I'm a checklist person. So every day we're writing out, here's the most more that you got to do. Here's what's got to be done. We most mm-hmm. days when I'm disciplined, I do so. How do you, against your bigger goals, like I want to mm-hmm. achieve this with the business. I want to achieve this with fitness or health. I want to do this with whatever it is. How yeah. often do you look back at those to see how you're doing? How do you keep yourself on track? How do you keep yourself accountable? Yeah, I, I, it's a great question. I, I certainly do it at uh, the end of the year, beginning of the following. That's that's built into, and I think a lot of people do when they think of like New Year's resolutions or I'm going to do this thing or I want to look back at the year and, and things like that. I think that's kind of a natural stopping point, and I think it's so important. Um, you know, we set goals as very forward-looking. Here are all the things that I want to do this year, this quarter, for the next five years, whatever it, it is. But I also think that reflection is a really big part. Looking back is a really big part of the goal setting and achieving process because I think, you know, in a day-to-day, if we're just forward-looking and we don't stop to go, wow, that was pretty remarkable how far I've come, or that's really great to see, you know, how my kids have come along, how the business has come along, how my fitness goals have come along, and to stop and celebrate those things um, and and really, you know, acknowledge, you know, what, what might have felt when you're looking at it day to day. Did I, you know, did, did I, did I lose the weight or did I you know, gain the muscle? Did I, did I, you know, hit those goals, whatever that might be day to day. It's hard sometimes to see those things, but when you have those big milestone end of the year, beginning of the year kind of thing, you look back and you go, wow, that was pretty amazing what just happened. And I do think that's where writing these things down become important because I can go back to that thing I wrote one year ago, let's say, and look at the things that I outlined for myself and go, I did several of those things. Um, so I think that's a that's a big one. That's a big milestone um, to, to be looking at those. But I also think it's good to um, do that on a more frequent basis too, right? Um, so whether that be even daily, right? If I start my list off with it through the day, I'm checking things off. I get to the end of the day and go, yeah, I, I did two of the three things or I did um, all of those things. Um, you know, that feels pretty good. Um, and then at the end of the month, I think a lot of times when we're doing like business kinds of things, it's a natural time to go, how did the business do? How do we do against our projects? How do we do financially? Um, but but it is, um, you know, not waiting just till the end of the year because too much time, I think, sometimes goes by. And if we're off the mark, if we're off where we should be, or, you know, we achieve those and it's time to set some new ones, having that uh, regular cadence, I think, helps us correct or, or uh, adjust as we need to. And I think, um, you know, it, it also gives us that chance to um, be grateful for and offer gratitude for that progress, uh, for the people that were in our lives that help us do that. And we really just see, you know, how far we've come. Let me ask you this question on, on goal setting. And I'll, again, stick to goal setting personally or for one's own personal business or business or investments, or whatever it is. Many of us are good at what we're good at. So we keep on probably attaining goals in the areas that are strengths. Hmm. And then other areas, it's harder to make the progress in the goals. How do you sort of keep on lifting yourself off the mat? Like, for example, on, on the business investment side, I do fine. On the weight loss side, not so good. Doing okay. <laughs> you know, I give myself a B plus. I'm keeping it where it has to be, but I'm not losing the weight I'd like to lose. How do you keep getting off the mat to go after those goals 
that you want to achieve, that you want to, that you want to do better at, but that are, you know, that are, you know, constantly sort of not in your, not in your natural DNA to beat, to win at. How do you sort of, you know, there's certain goals. Like if I divide my life into five or six different categories, a couple categories, I always seem to do fine in two or three categories. The progress is, is much slower and much harder. How do you keep motivated to go after those categories? Or do you just change the goals? I mean, do you just like yeah. do what politicians do and just change the goals? <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I think we have to name what's important to ourselves. Um, so as as we you know take those five six categories, you've named those categories for a reason. Um, they they help you be stronger um, all around, well rounded. I think we all have our strength areas of strength and our areas that we can improve upon. But if we are well rounded in that way, and it's not to say that you know certainly I'm not I'm not a big finance person. That's not my strength area. But in order for me to be functional and um, strong in business, if I, if that continues to be a weak area or something that I cannot speak in that language, that's debilitating for me in terms of overall business, right? That's, that's a problem. So I need to take those weak areas and at least make them functional. Um, And then when they become functional, do I go, is that something that I want to start to push myself a little bit in an area that's not as comfortable for me and go, how do I take that to the next level? Same thing with fitness. You know, I'd say like, if we name those things and say, if I'm not fit, if I, if I'm not healthy, if I'm carrying extra pounds or my heart's not healthy, I'm not eating well, I'm not sleeping well, whatever, those things impact um, our ability to be functional in work with, with our families. Um, you know, it, it, it uh, impedes our ability to have uh, perseverance through some of those because we're tired. We just can't keep up with some of those things. So having that as, a, as an area that we go, that's important. It's not comfortable. I don't like it. I'm going to name it. I'm going to put some stretch goals in there for myself. You know, start, we'll start with walking. We'll start with running. We'll, we'll move on to, you know, some other areas, but we kind of push ourselves a little bit, a little bit at a time and make those reasonable, but a little bit uncomfortable too. Yes. And what do you do? What do you do in the following situation? And I'm not thinking of this as personal therapy, Liz, but let's <laughs> say your spouse is great on her fitness goals and you're so bad at them. How do you manage through that? How do you wake up every day knowing that the spouse is so much better than you are on the fitness goals. It seems unfair, Liz. How do you deal with this? <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. My my husband is, I think of myself as pretty fit, but my husband is fitter by all means. And he gets up and he's disciplined. He does the thing. I look to him and go, he's motivation. He's He's somebody that encourages me. I see him get up daily. Uh, with discipline, and he does phenomenally with it. And I go, I'm going to use that to to power me on. And so I'm going to use it as motivation. <laughs> He's also far more organized and disciplined around um, household kinds of things. So again, same thing there. I go, I'm not quite as good at that as he is. And I'm going to use him as motivation to to move me on. <laughs> no, I guess that's a good way to look at it. And I'll continue to vent on the subject. No, I really won't. But thank you. But I think that's, I think you're, I think you're right on. And then, then I'll give you another, uh, another question for you, Liz. Certain years, the business climate seems to make it quite easy to meet your goals. Other times, the business climate is daunting. How do you sort of keep yourself fighting the good fight in the years where it's easier versus harder? Some years it seems easy, some years it seems harder. And a lot of that has to do with just what's going on in the macro environment while you try and focus on your micro business, your micro goals. How do you keep sort of, again, answering the bell when things are tougher in the macro environment? 
Yeah. Pandemic was a perfect example of that, wasn't it? Where, where we had, you know, I had my goals set out for 2020 that did not have COVID as part of that. So there is some adjusting, readjusting that we have to do to deal with the things that are urgent that get thrown in your face while at the same time keeping an eye on the things that are important. So again, back to that, I, that um, practice, I think of writing things down, naming them, creating smart goals um, that, that are there. And then as those things come along, how do we handle the big macro things that are, that are happening, but also keep bringing it back to, but I still need to keep um, the, the base strong. I still need to keep on those, those, uh, important goals, but they're going to shift a little bit. And, you know, again, that's that recalibration, I think, monthly or weekly or whatever the right cadence is for you um, to get that um, readjusted so that we can handle those things that are big that that come along the way, but still keep an eye on the things that are long term really important to us. No, I think I think that's right. And just at some point, you just sort of got to grin and bear it, be positive, look forward and, and do what you can and keep your micro game in place. So you can respond as it is and stay anti-fragile to be able to, to, to keep on attacking as the macro environment gets better. Yeah. Was anything else you wanted to share with our listeners today? We love getting a chance to visit with you. What else would you like to share with the listeners today? Yeah, I think I would just encourage all of us, myself included, we've got a month and a half left of 2022. And so as we talk about goals and reflection, how do we sprint to the finish and end and strong? How do we build in some time for rest and reflection, but then, you know, gear up and, and start 2023 off with a bang. So it's encouragement for myself and encouragement for, for all of our, our, your listeners. And, um, you know, one and a half months to go, we'll sprint to the finish. That is a great attitude. I did not start sprinting to the finish this morning, but I'm going to get there. Uh, Liz, thank you <laughs> awesome. so much for uh, joining us today on the Becker Private Equity Podcast. What a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you very, very much. You also, Scott, thank you so much for the opportunity.